Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. All right, uh, 548 here in the Kiva. So I uh, got a couple of texts from two different people, uh, Garrett and uh, Brian. Yep, Ginsburg skipped all of Donald Trump's State of the Union addresses. Keep up the fight, guys. Uh, I'll give you one better than that, Mr. Aragon. Daily Caller News Foundation. Ginsburg has never attended an address to a, congr- to a Congress given by a Republican president. The Daily Caller News Foundation reviewed C-SPAN's archives of past State of the Union addresses and confirmed she was not present for any of the nine speeches former President George Bush, George W. Bush gave to Congress, and nor has she appeared in any of Trump. So, you know, this classy lady who's all about civility, and oh, Scalia and her were such good buddies. Um, I think we've, today we've discussed uh, what her true nature was. Oh, my gosh. Her and contempt that shows for her enemies. No yes. balance at all. Uh, hey, Al, you're going to have to let me know what getting some spillover means. Uh, you can't communicate that I'm having audio issues for the sake of uh, doing that because I'm flying blind and I'm not listening to myself. Uh, out there on there. Uh, so, Brian, thank you also for pointing that out. Hi, Eddie. Could it be the reason that Biden is not willing to put forward this list of nominees for the Supreme Court? Because he won't be the Democrats' nominee and soon to be revealed <laughs> presidential candidate will release her list. Hiding in plain sight, Harris-Biden slip-up. Bob and Los Lunas. That's, that's right on target. Um, to me, that is right on target. Uh, by the way, there's a gun owners for Trump MAGA meetup. Uh, no, hey. that actually already happened. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, just on the Biden, Eddie, I think that he won't. Re- they won't release a list. His people won't release a list because while we know that the press is not going to ask him a question about anything unless he gets the question ahead of time or he's reading from the teleprompter, um, if you put out a list of 10 potential nominees, some in a, in a public forum, uh, Donald Trump at a debate might bring up one of them, and, and Biden probably won't know who any of them are. I, I like that. Anymore. That's a good – It's like, this potential trap for him. Yeah, good suggestion, uh, Dowd. I like that uh, very much. Uh, Eddie, we had a problem with a very friendly cafe owner. We put a sign up for South Valley for Dinah Vargas. He said that he had been threatened because they put it up. Ooh. He's under pressure from Los Padillas uh, as, as well. So uh, that's the gang, Los Padillas. I guess they really don't like uh, Dinah Vargas. But that's okay. We do. <laughs> Uh, hi, Eddie. Your ne- memory needs to be refreshed. Great segment. Podesta emailed about an assassination three days before Supreme Court Justice Scalia's suspicious death. That coming from True Pundit. I don't go to True Pundit anymore. Uh, it's been some time since I've gone there, and I also don't go to um, the Gateway Pundit. But uh, can you look into that? I'll, I'll, right I'll, I'll yep. show the article uh, with you. Uh, Wayne says, good riddance, uh, RBG. Nice to hear from you, Wayne. Uh, if Ginsburg has carried through on her promise to try harder to hire black law clerks, there's barely any evidence in the results. Over her 27 years as a justice, Ginsburg has hired only one black clerk among the more than 100 clerks she has had. That is true. I certainly wouldn't infer that Ginsburg hiring records that she's a white supremacist. We can tell you about Zionism. We can tell you about Hasidic Jews. We can tell you about uh, all that stuff, if you'd like. She instead seems obtuse to the consequences of non-discriminatory merit-based selection from the subpool of candidates. The highest achieving law students that doesn't remotely affect the racial composition of the general population... A far more troubling sign of a racial outlook is her statement in a 2009 New York Times interview. The Medicaid funding of abortion addressed a concern about population growth, particularly growth in populations that we don't want to have too many of. Do you want me to repeat that for you, gentlemen? I'm surprised your uh, jaw did uh, not no, hit please the Please go ahead. I'm, I'm reading the about this, the, the, this purported Scalia assassination email. Okay. So. Um, are we on? Can someone just tell me if we're on air? Al seems to have changed his channel. We all got to abdicate for Al. So just to, can someone just send me a thumbs up, please? 
let me know that I'm transmitting live at 5.52 p.m. Because I think it's quite rude to uh, suggest that I'm off air when I clearly know that I'm not off air. Someone send me a thumbs up, please. 5.52. This is just absolutely embarrassing when people do this kind of crap. Thank you. Thank you. Nope, you're wrong, sir. Thank you. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. Look at that. Boom, boom, boom. Got about 10 text messages. Thank you very much. Stop texting, Al. Get it together. All right. Let me read this again. Eddie, a far more troubling sign of her racial outlook is her statement in a 2009 New York Times interview, C.2 here, that Medicaid funding of abortion addressed a concern, quote-unquote concern, about population growth, and particularly in growth in populations that we don't want to have too many of. Is that mind-blowing? It's a, been a that part is of absolutely the mind for a long time. Get rid of the undesirables. Getting rid of black people. That's what the Democrats are good at doing because uh, they like to control that uh, voting bump. Uh, Eddie, the uh, sign thugs can keep wasting their time and energy taking Trump signs down here in Albuquerque. It won't prevent the silent supporters from war for President Trump at the polls. Trump, four more years, great eight years. Oh, I love that. Uh, Eddie, I do have a potential voter fraud concern on behalf of the people who are displaced from their homes due to the fires, especially Oregon, where they mail out ballots. How will that work? Good point. I like that. Wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent uh, point. Eddie, Biden, as chair of the Judiciary Committee, may have said that he would hold hearings on judicial appointees. But if I'm correct, as early as taking control of their Senate in 2006, Harry Reid said, don't even bother with judicial appointees. So being that Joe Biden did not run the Senate, his words are meaningless. Well, they might be, but it's important for us uh, to point out the hypocrisy there. Um, say hello to my little... Who said you were a cop, Mal? Oh, that is pretty good. These guys, they all their, their text messages. Look, you guys are amazing. I got like, <laughs> I got like 40 uh, text messages immediately that tell me, oh, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on. Yeah, just... Keep up, keep, keep it. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay, so I've very got the, quickly, I've, I've and, got the email, uh, uh, the, the details on the email for Podesta assassinating Scalia. So okay, well, let's, let, let me get to that in a sec because okay. I want to tell you uh, why they want Biden gone, and that is the Democrats. In fact, uh, Michael Moore, and I know you love this, so. I'm going to let you tell the story on Michael Moore because I think this is important. Uh, go ahead, Doug. Well, I think you know Mike, you can despise Michael Moore. I think he's a moron, but. He does seem to have, you know, he kind of grew up in that blue-collar, upper Midwest kind of, and he predicted it, if I'm not, cons- if I'm not uh, wrong, he said Trump would be, would, I don't know if he said Trump would win, but he was very, he was constantly warning Democrats four years ago, this guy is much more serious than you think, you should not take him lightly. He was the lightly. only liberal who predicted a Democrat win. Yeah. I mean, a uh, uh, Trump win. Trump win, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Moore is back. <laughs> Michael Moore issues warning to Democrats about Biden's campaign in Michigan. Of course, key swing state, I believe, 16 electoral votes. And that's how you win the presidency, not with the popular vote. Uh, quote, the fact that Trump has narrowed the lead by 50% since June in Michigan should have everybody screaming bloody murder, according to Michael Moore. We don't have a minute to lose on this. Uh, now, this is very interesting. Quote, it's actually worse than Hillary. Oh. At least there was a ground game, even though she didn't show up. There were Hillary offices in many towns. Uh, there were not door-to-door campaigns, close quote, unlike, with, unlike the Trump campaign, which is very <laughs> vibrant in that state. But, but get this out. Uh, get this, folks. Uh, quote, uh, check this out. During the same week in August, but four years apart, apart Michael Moore warned, uh, in 2016, Hillary was way ahead of Trump. But, at this, but this past week, in some swing states, Biden lead is less than what Hillary's was. You can't blame this one on the P.O., I assume, post office, or Russia. This is on the candidate and party Wake up. All caps, wake. All caps, Freeze up. those words. Freeze those words. <laughs> is he going to call this it again? This is Michael Moore. Michael Moore. A man who doesn't have to pay attention to anybody. Makes his thing, makes his money on films yep. that he yep. exposes. It's 
speaking truth to power, and I have to tell you, that is awesome. He doesn't care. He might and, be back-to-back predictions correct here. And uh, I think the Democrats have another project to work on besides, well, you can't stop it, because the only two ways to stop it is, is going to be trying to impeach Donald Trump, which they can, which would be ridiculous, or to burn down, the, burn this uh, mf or down. That's what they can do. <laughs> two strategies. They can't stack the court until well after the election, just so you know. Um, here's really what's interesting. This is uh, what's known as the Biden hoax. Mm, good and I like the uh, uh, what, what he put forth here. It's my favorite website, by the way, American Thinker. Biden's nomination is more than a go at the sliced stagecraft. It's the most audacious gaslighting in American history. Everybody and his sister can see that Biden is suffering from dementia. If not, then let's see the neurological evaluations because Biden's compass isn't pointing north. He's slow, confused, irritable, increasingly vacant. He <laughs> shuffles when he walks, trotting 10 feet to a podium. Doesn't count. He takes days off, and his availability is strictly limited. Packing Biden off for a quick canned event in Florida isn't close to Trump's indefatigable the stumping. Most days, Biden lives out the campaign as a spacious Wilmington, Delaware home. Future generations will ridicule what passes for journalism today. An entire generation of journalists is, in fact, made up of shills. Propagandists eagerly anticipating the con. What's the con? That Biden is a bit of a Manchurian candidate. Yeah. President Trump isn't squaring off against Biden. He's battling the cabal that Biden is fronting. If through some perversion, some warping of sensibilities, or epic fraud, Biden is elected president, it isn't just Kamala Harris who becomes de facto president. It's the entire depraved enterprise that comprises the Democrat Party and the left. Harris may well be the general secretary in Harris administration. You might know that as the head of the Politburo, but you can bet that she'd have a Politburo to answer to. This is absolutely great. And yeah. let's just go to a state very quickly. Arizona. Uh, I believe uh, 11 electoral votes, I think, there. Yes. Nine or 11, whatever it is. Think about the composition there. That is going to be one of probably three swing states that could change things. Minnesota being the other one, and I would say Wisconsin being the other one. I think both Michigan and Pennsylvania go for Trump without question. But I think it gets so close that they're going to pick up a surprise win somewhere. Okay? It's just going to happen. Arizona is kind of becoming a blue state. You see Kristen Sinema. You saw her beat, uh, uh, what was the gal that's actually in in Congress right now? It's McSally. McSally, Yeah. Yeah. And McSally's running against Kelly right now. So liberals have been fleeing California. Guess where they go? (laughs) To Arizona. According to the most recent stats, from the Arizona Secretary of State, Republicans still lead in voter registration. They have 34% to the Democrats, 32%. Well, here's the problem. Those independents, guess who they're going for? By a, nearly a margin of two to one. They're going for Kelly and not for McSally. But here's the big kicker. The Latino population isn't that fond of Biden. Latino support for President Trump has continued to increase. You saw that last week. They make up 30% of the population in Arizona. A new ASU poll found that they prefer Biden over Trump by only eight points. And, you know, there's a silent majority there, which is saying a lot considering ASU polls lean to the left. Equus Research, a Democratic Latino research firm, admitted that 42% of young Latino men support Trump, and it could potentially even be higher. Huge. So the chances of that actually going to Joe Biden, not going to happen. Let's hit the top of the hour Fox News. We'll bring it up or bring it back for a wide open hour three right here in the Kiva. Thanks, everybody, for listening on AM 1600 KIVA 93.7 FM.